Tommy Lank went from Hollywood sidekick to Instagram trash fashion superstar. Now he's sitting down with celebs and their own personal garbage, and, well, they're gonna talk trash. We should talk some trash. Well, I'm in trash. I collect it, I sort it, I count it, and I throw it in my trash can. My trash can. Hi, welcome to the Trash Cast. It's me, Tommy Link. I'm in the closet. Again. A- again, you guys. I've gone back in. I'm literally in Becca Tobin's closet. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for having <laughs> me in in my closet. It's at least a spacious closet. Uh it is. Like I I would I, I would actually like to sublet this closet if you'd be open to you that. You can. I could use some extra cash at the moment. I'm okay. trying to get some furniture for the house, so this is a good way to really, you know, cut down on the mortgage payment. Okay. Well let's let's look into let's think about that. And if you could borrow any item in this closet to wear for your stay, which one would you um, choose? Well <laughs> I mean just I, I can't I'm thinking this pink robe. Yes. This is actually from one of our sponsors on the Lady Gang podcast, Luke Belair. It's a champagne company. Luke Belair sending out swag. And it is a cozy robe. Um, it's hideous, right? I, know, I love it. I love it. You have a lot of hats in here. So many hats. Um, there's there's like a collection of like prairie dresses yes. and moo-moos, snakeskin. Um, happy, happy 2020, listeners. Uh. <laughs> World's on fire. We're all depressed. What's wrong? Can everyone also stop pretending like everything is okay? I mean, I know this is such a downer. That's who I am. But, like, I hate Instagram so much in the beginning of years. And now I hate it even more at the beginning of decades. Because people were really on fuego with, like, 2019, the new me. But, like, when you give them a new decade, these people are out of their minds here's me 10 years ago new decade this is my I, <laughs> this is my feeling new there's no such thing as new year's no it's not real it's not real 365 it's, days is what divides the years that number doesn't even make sense it's totally just a marker that we put so, like and i know it's not real because some cultures have different New Year's. Exactly. We're heading into the Chinese New Year right now, the year yeah. of the rat. How perfect. Yeah. Noruz, Persian New Year's, not, yes. not January 1st. Yes. So the, the Jews, we celebrate a different time. The oh, yeah. New what year. is that? Is that Rosh Hashanah? I think so. <laughs> oh, you're a terrible Jew. <laughs> you need to get in touch with your, your people. I can't. Uh, so I, yeah, I, and I also don't, I just don't believe in celebrating. I don't. New Year's. I stayed at home. I was only celebrating because we went to Santa Barbara with some friends, and I couldn't be that person that was like anti New Year's. So I went to a pizza restaurant, but that's it. I went. I left. I got up from the restaurant at one point to go to the the grocery store in the same strip mall. Yeah, we were in a strip mall. For an Advil, because I was just having the worst headache in the worst time that I just needed to get up and go to the Vons and buy an Advil at like 9.30 p.m. on New Year's Eve. That's, and welcome a, to our the our motif, our metaphors for 2020. 2020. I Advil. I mean, what? I just, I just, I'm not a ritual person. Are you a ritual person? What do you mean a ritual person? Like, there's people who really love, like a really good friend of mine that I spend New Year's with a lot she has so many rituals. Like, I wear a certain color. I eat this certain thing. I light this candle. I do, And, like, she's the type of person where her whole life is very ritualized. And oh. I want so badly to be that person because it seems like it brings people a lot of joy. But then I do it, and it doesn't bring me any joy. It's very inconvenient. <laughs> I feel like I judge those people because I'm like, oh, you are trying to hold on to your childhood. Is that what it is? I don't know because to me, ritual stuff comes from like, Kids, oh, we do this yeah. every year on the uh, for Christmas or whatever, mm-hmm. and I, uh, I just find that like, oh yeah, once 
the magic goes away of like none of that's real. No, like, it's just extra errands to run and more money to spend to yeah. create your ritual. I feel like I'm more of a, a realist when it comes to that. Uh, also, I was just like I was I was traveling over Christmas and mm. and I thought like oh that'll be good it'll be keep me busy and I won't be depressed like usual. But turns out wherever you go, there you are because. <laughs> I took that depression with me and uh, just was in a different place worrying about the same things. Uh, wherever you go, there you are. Thank you, Brady Bunch movie, for that quote. Thank you, depression. Uh, but here's what I'm not depressed about. That's Let's, what I was just about to ask you. Is that Goop Lab poster. Okay. <laughs> Our... Are we being punked? No, and here's why I know is because my friend Reagan designed the poster. Reagan. His name is Reagan Marshall. I would I could probably call him and get him on the pod. Should we ask him? I, it, what the inspiration was? It's obviously a vagina she's standing in, right? Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, it it's uh it's beautiful. Goop Lab, new show about Gwyneth Paltrow doing lots of like beauty, new age beauty, health putting you know jade eggs in your vagine mm -hmm. type of things uh and the poster is her sort of in like a papier mache multi-level vagina and she's at the back of it she would be like the clitoris uh -huh. in the vagina she's standing there and she's also in pink in pink and then it says uh, going like going to new depths yeah so here's my theory is that they were like okay well we're going to talk about like the vag the vag a lot on the show <laughs> So, like, let's just go there with the advertisement because everyone's going to talk about it. Right. So, I mean, and I, like, I made a joke about it on Twitter. Everyone's making a joke about it. But, like, oh, hey, also free advertising for their show. That's the thing. It's kind of genius. Yeah. So, I joke's mean, on us. It's true. I think that she's a genius. Like, I'm not the person that really rags on Gwyneth because <laughs> I think she's a genius. If I were her... I would be sitting pretty with all my money doing nothing. But apparently she gets up every morning and goes to the office and actually works. That does not sound appealing to me. The only reason I get out of bed is to make money. If I already had it, I wouldn't be doing that. <laughs> so, like, good for you. So I'm a fan. I'm a fan of hers. Because she's a hard worker. <clears throat> hard worker, work ethic. And clearly she has, like, passion for this, like, health and wellness and all that stuff, which I think is cool. Like... And There's my God, it's working. Her body in that dress. Oh, her body, <sighs> her side abs, her side, her obliques, her obliques. What the? What? She's had two kids. I, I, I apparently living inside your own vagina is working. It's because working. The, the her. She's I mean the dress. The dress was. I actually liked the dress. Cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Is what it I was thought. cuckoo, but I liked it. If it wasn't Fendi, I would be like, barf, barf, gross, gross. <laughs> I actually, I liked the top. I like the top layer, but then when you could see like the baby doll panties, panties <laughs> that's where it lost me. Yeah, the baby doll panty was weird. It was a weird combo. Because um, I liked the color. It was like a. The like, necklaces sort of, underneath. That was cool. Amazing. And like um, the swimsuit top, but for some reason it was the. The ba the visible baby doll panty. It's also like weirdly, um, like f it reminds me of going to see Santa as a little kid, like and wearing my like ruffled panties that, like, would be okay if I showed my underwear <laughs> like with my dress. That's all my mom put us in, so that it was kind of like weird. It I felt a, weird. I have a pair of like, those ruffled panties that I have for some. I don't know costume. costume character so that I immediately thought of that. I think I used to wear it as like this tap dancing little girl character I would do so to me I I my brain Instant. also went to a little kid place so I and to me that I don't know if that's what you want because uh -uh. she's so sexy too you're like ooh, you're really sexy but then you just brought me into this weird like kitty moment yeah I know I'm thinking more about what you were saying about her as a businesswoman and God damn it, she's smart because when did she start Goop? Like 10 years ago? Yeah, she like started as like a blog or something. It would have been like 10 years ago. And turned it into this huge business yeah. at the time when... No one was. When no one was doing it. And also 
like when uh, as an actor you're panicking at, uh, when you're hitting that age and mm-hmm. as a woman there's mm-hmm. all this pressure to like okay i have to figure out what's happening because uh the the parts st- start yeah. disappearing yeah and i'm just I, i'm not okay with that it's not cool yeah. oops i i cursed uh, I did earlier. So I'll sorry. Um, it's not cool, but she like, like smart move. Yeah, and she's like, also, I don't have to. Be, now I can do whatever I want. I'm not dependent on having to do a movie. In but order. I, I do think she did say, actually, to me personally, she, <laughs> on uh, the set of Glee. Okay. This was the last season of Glee. So when did we finish? 15, 2015? Okay, well, this is hot goss. Hot goss. Okay. So she was there. She came back because she had, like, a recurring guest star throughout the series. And um, everybody always asks me, they're like, was she awful? I'm like, no, she's really cool. Like, she's super down, very down to earth. Like, in her, like, she's aware of the way she grew up. And so she's not, like, pretending to be one of the peasants. So she's, like... She, but she's also not treating pe- us peasants like peasants. Do you know mm, what I mean? Yeah, okay. Like, she's yeah. in on the joke. She's like, yeah, I get it. Like, I'm rich. I've lived in Brentwood my whole life. I'm, like, hot. I'm white. She's like, keep making fun of my my Goop brand yeah. because it only gets more valuable yeah. the more you point out it's, like, a, it, a rich, yeah. privileged, and she's new like, age. She's like, yeah, I sell $400 T-shirts on Goop. She didn't say this to me. But, like, I think her attitude is, like, there's an audience for it. It's me. Like, I spend $400 on a t-shirt and I know there's other women out there living in Brentwood who do the same. So like, so don't shoot me for not being like down to earth. I'm sorry. I'm never going to be <laughs> like, I appreciate that. Whereas Honesty. Yeah. It's like, I get annoyed with celebrities that do like collaborations with Kohl's because you're like, you don't shop at Kohl's Sierra. Like you're yeah. wearing their shoes, but like, I know that you're going home and wearing Jimmy Choo's. So like, it's a weird thing for you. I like it. Just own it. You're rich. You're stylish. So, like, yeah, goop forever. I digress. <laughs> She's super cool. She's funny. She doesn't take herself too seriously. She's gorgeous. And she said, she's like, I have a rule that I only go and do one. I think it was, like, at the time, like, one week a year where I shoot something. Or two weeks out of the year where I'm shooting something a movie or a tv show or whatever i was like to have the to have the freedom the financial freedom to just tell your agents i'd like to work one week a year so it's like she goes and does like what does she do with robert downey jr what movie is that iron man all those iron man movies she must just be like you got me for two weeks and that's it and she must make like 20 million dollars and just work for two weeks but like that's crazy to me but she does it for her family and also i think because she like loves working like actually going to an office every day and that's goop also why do we uh put pressure on people like well she if she's not doing like artistic films like she's only working two weeks out of the year like like i don't know there's some sort of shame like well she she doesn't want to be an actor she's like now she's a failed actor it's like no why can't why aren't you allowed to move on to a new and she's been doing it forever like yeah. she's been acting forever. So I mean, if I got enough jobs to know what it's like to get sick of acting, I could get there too. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um I <sighs> came to a realization the other day, you probably feel the same way that I do because we have a very similar career. Like in the sense that we did like our one Broadway show. Okay, yeah. We were on like our one hit TV show. Yes. I mean, you work way more consistently than I do. No, I don't. You do. But this year has been a a a desert. No, you shot. Storm. You shot like a movie with Kristen Wiig. Then I'll be mostly cut from. Who cares? They're not calling me. (laughs) They probably never will. (laughs) But what I'm saying is, I came to this realization the other day where you and I are at the worst part. Of like the Hollywood, um, like stat, like the pyramid. Because here's why: okay. we've gotten a taste yeah. of yeah. the hit TV show and like the salary that comes with it, and just the perks, you know, the ha- get to go to work every day, whatever. But we never did it long enough to resent the f- out of it and hate it so much. No, I no, I cra- crave it and I need it. I crave it. It's like <laughs> someone took me to Krispy Kreme and they're like, you can eat half. Of a Krispy Kreme 
that's it. For the rest of your life, you're going to be thinking about this Krispy Kreme donut forever and you're going to be wondering why did I go get to taste it when I again? get when I get to eat the other half of that <laughs> or even better when they open up the Krispy Kreme and I can just go hog wild and get so sick of it that I never want it again but no we had to taste that fucking donut okay we had to taste it. Now it just dangled in front of us. Like if I could just, I mean, there's people who've never tasted it. And yeah. they're like, but I just want to taste it. I'm like, no, you don't. Don't taste it. Don't taste it. <laughs> Unless you, you get. A dr- it's drugs. It's drugs. Uh, I, <laughs> I have tomorrow, I have an audition to play a dad on a Nickelodeon show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I talked about this previously. I recently have my 20 year anniversary of auditioning. For this same casting director for Nickelodeon shows. But How do you know that? Because I auditioned for all that, like, in nine, uh, well, in a year. 2010? <laughs> in 1999? The late 90s. I auditioned for all that while I, like, was just out of college, like, pr- oh. pretending I was, like, in high school. Wow. Pretending I was a teen. Good for you. Um, so that was, you... like, all that was, like, Amanda Bynes yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, so, yeah, so I remember I went to that open call, and now, 20 years later, I'm now going to that same casting director, who's lovely, but I've never booked a children's show, and I, I swore last time, I think, I think I talked about this on the podcast, but I swore last time, you wouldn't go with back. the mustache, I was like, I'm done, I'm out, no, no more, I have to but tell because you. I've had a taste. I'm going in tomorrow because I'm like, yes, I will. You're definitely going to hire an openly gay man who wears dresses on the internet to play the dad on a Nickelodeon show. This is definitely a possibility. Tom, it's a new decade. Well. I do have to tell you something, though. Okay. You can't stop auditioning. Uh, why? Because why? you're actually talented. And so that actually sometimes the cream rises some sometimes the Krispy Kreme rises, <laughs> and the talented people do work again. That's true. And also, you have worked this year. You're just like you're just very hard on yourself. Yeah. But you can't stop. I'm, I hate to break it to you. I know. Because you're gonna get that other half of that Krispy Kreme. So are you. You're gonna get it. I mean, I don't know. We're gonna make. We're, you know, what we're gonna do is we're gonna make our own Krispy Kreme off-brand Krispy Kreme and eat it ourselves. The generic brand. <laughs> yeah. A locally sourced. Let's rebrand it. It's locally sourced. Locally sourced artisanal. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Glazed. Glazed. Glazé. <laughs> Welcome to Glazé. Oh my God. Glazé. I all I want to do is open a coffee donut, sh- an artisanal coffee donut shop. And call it what? Glazé. 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 I'm into like it. Blase, but but we're so glazed. Glazed. <laughs> I hate us. I hate us so much. Okay. Well. Um. You've been listening to the trash cast. We're done in the closet. Well, this is the intro for the episode. Let's just not air the rest of this episode. Let's just keep going. Okay, let's keep going. This is going to be the whole episode. <laughs> give me that trash. Give me that trash. Yeah. Give me that trash. Give me that trash. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we covered donuts. We covered Gwyneth. Yep. Oh, I know. Let's rebrand this episode as like a twenty an, a twenty nineteen recap. Let's do it. Twenty twenty, hoo ha. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What were you? Uh, what are you excited to get rid of from twenty nineteen? I mean, this extra like seven pounds I've been trying to get rid of since I married Zach. Same. It's so hard. I have the same when I married Zach. <laughs> I got the same. <laughs> I just can't. What's happening? It's age. Um, yeah, I'd like to lose some pounds. Um, oh, my God. Speaking of age, I talked to my therapist about age today. And? Well, it was prompted because I walked in and he's like, this is going to be weird. Uh-oh. But uh, he's been having some, like, uh, back nerve issues, whatever. So he's been sitting on, like, an, like a thing and very upright during our sessions. He's like, it's going to be weird, but uh, I need to lay down for our session. I knew it on the ground. No, on the couch where he's like, can you sit on the other couch? Cause I always sit in the one couch in the middle. And he's like, can you, can you sit on the other one so I can lay down? 
Did that really mess up your flow? And I was, I, I was, I was said, this is shocking. I, does this mean I can lay down? Can I have been laying down this, this whole, whole time? 15 years and I didn't know it? He's like, yeah. No. Yeah. And I'm like, Mark, I'm going to lay down. No. And so we laid down, the both of us, and I did therapy laying down for the first time while he laid down. Did you get a new perspective? Internally and externally? I don't know. I just felt very, no, I did oh. not. Mm. But I felt very liberated and like, 2020, I'm going to like. You're going to, you know what you're going to do in 2020? I'm going to be a bitch. Yeah. Because I saw uh, Leslie Grossman's tweet about she wished she could go back in time and tell her younger self that just telling people what you think. Yeah. And la them labeling, labeling you a bitch is a triumph. Oh, well, then I've been doing pretty well. Oh, you, no, you're nailing, <laughs> you're nailing being a bitch for like, since I've known you. Yeah, yeah. But like in the best way. Thank you. I would love to harness that um, big bitch Anytime energy. you need, I give great pep talks to be a dick. Like how to walk into a situation and be a dick. <laughs> I should start doing conferences. Oh, that brings me to another point. Be your own bitch uh, conference? No, no. I was just thinking of Tony Robbins because I did attend Tony Robbins in Whoa. 2019. What? It was very off-brand for me. It okay. It did nothing for me except oh. show me that I could walk across coal. So I feel like that's positive. You walked across coal? I did. What? How am I just learn? <laughs> also, why is that part of going to a conference? It's everyone knows if you go to Tony Robbins, your first night is is walking across the coals. What's the lesson? Is that like literally anyone can walk it's across talking, coal if yeah. you if you walk on it hot en it's, fast enough? It's all about um, changing. <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> changing <laughs> your um, energy and getting yourself pumped up and you're like basically just being able to talk yourself into doing something scary is the metaphor. And also, there is there is a takeaway that I forgot about up until this point. So clearly, I should probably have listened and applied it more often. Okay. But there is something about, like, if your body is in a confident stature and you're carrying yourself really fucking confidently. Yeah. Then you're, and if you're going into something that scares you, that you will fake your body into being comfortable oh, in fake that it situation. Till you make it. Yeah. I mean, you all can Venmo me for this advice. <laughs> I didn't pay to go to Tony Robbins. I was the special guest, but did you have to talk? <clears throat> no. I just had to go there and see what it was all about and take a photo and say like I went to this. I didn't even have to, but I did cuz oh. I liked him. I wish so badly I could be a better person because I would have really appreciated it. But the reason I brought up Tony Robbins is because I know what I'm excited for in 2020. Okay. Julianne Huff has started her own version of Tony Robbins. Have you seen her new brand? It's like Kringy or Kinergy. Kringy. Kringle? Curse Kringles? I'm still not sure how to say it. But she's been doing conferences where she wears athleisure and she stands on stage and she there's like big screens behind What's her. Wait, Julianne Huff from Dancing with the Stars yes, yes, and the yes. Rock of Ages movie. I want you all to go and look up whatever this is called. I can't think of the name. Probably never will. Um, but you have to see what, what she's up to. It's what I'm definitely looking forward to watching in 2020. Is, is a aspirational speaking conferences but focused on the athleisure I don't really know. Audience? I haven't been able to like nail down why she's in athleisure. I think maybe she dances and performs in the middle of her speech. <laughs> this is what I want us to be doing. It it is. Um, I don't know. I think she's coming on the Lady Gang podcast soon. So she's gonna explain it. I need an explanation because it's fa it's fascinating. I don't know how to explain it. Did you see the video of Oprah and Lady Gaga post? speaking engagement oh that's what she was doing it at the oprah summit thing that oprah did like uh, whatever that thing is oh we're being so vague right now if you didn't see I'm it sorry uh the video is of oprah well i saw it because i clicked on the the meme that's like me when i go see friends in a regional theater production and then it's oprah being like you were so good you really 
Who she did she opened say that to? Up to Lady Gaga, and they both kind of cried at each other. They cried. Yeah. Mm, Lady Gaga had delightful pink hair. Mm. Um, I would cry if Oprah was crying at me. I would just cry if Oprah was looking at me. Yeah. Should we go to one of these Oprah engage- speaking engagements? Sure, I'm up for anything. But I do know that I'm too. It's too late for me to change. <laughs> You're willing to go to the motivational yeah, speaker. But it's too late for me. I've already become who I'm going to be. <laughs> there you go. And what is it? There I go. And what is it? The Brady Bunch. You, wherever you go, there you are. <laughs> well, they say that. Is the, that the, that's the title of this episode? Wherever you go, there yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And which is back in the closet. Uh, that, well, they say when, as you get older, you just become more like yourself. So that's scary. I was your nose and your ears get bigger. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. <sighs> I've seen my future. It's not great through a family member. Mm-hmm. It's usually how it <laughs> works. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm uh, so mad that like there are people, though, now getting late in life nose jobs. And I think that I'm going to inquire. <laughs> I can't stop looking at plastic surgery videos on Instagram. What's wrong with me? Like the actual surgeries? No, but just like before and afters. And then I'll freak myself out and like watch like three (laughs) seconds of a video of them putting the needle in. And then I'm, I, I freak out. I mean, I love anesthesia. Like I love being put under so much. Why? It's just so amazing. How many times have you been under? A lot. Why? Just things. Just I elective and anytime, procedures or <laughs> some elective, some, some medical. Wow. Okay. You know? I'm getting when invasive. you have a uterus, it's really oh. it, it can be problematic and you have to like scrape out HPV and oh, do things like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right about that. I don't I don't have one of those. So I you don't. don't have a vagina that collects HPV everywhere you go. Like yeah. I walk down the street and it basically picks like, it hey. up. <laughs> but also we've all got it, right? Allegedly, yes. If you've like touched another person's private, wait. Do you have endometriosis? No, I don't. Okay, not that yet. That was, I mean, that was inappropriate for me to ask, but not really. I, I think know Julianne Huff does. I, I know a lot of people like Pamela Lakshmi talks about it a lot. Yeah, it's a drill doozy. No, I just have, I don't know. But being put under is great, and I understand why Michael Jackson enjoyed being coaxed to sleep with propofol. Because it's is that what they use to put you under? I'm so, learning a lot today. I mean, I'm just educational. Maybe I'll start my own cringy, cringy, cringy. Why would she call it? Cringy? I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, um, propofol I think is like the thing that they give you right before they put you oh, under, where yeah, it's yeah. like a really incredible high. Yeah. I mean, it's wow. I had to pick up my friend Jack from the hospital this weekend um because he got sinus surgery Oof. and he has to go back today and have to pull the gauze oh. thing out that they've shoved up inside of your sinus no <laughs> no so he had to go under and they wrote they like they wrote something in marker on his cheek like he sent me the picture and i think they wrote maybe yes because like just to like that's the one we're up op- that's the side we're operating yes. on or whatever yes but also the way <laughs> They wrote it. It looked like it just said gay. And it's like, Jack, <laughs> what did they do? They just wrote gay. Like, here's our gay patient. <laughs> um, but also I had a little bit of food poisoning. So I had to like no. pick him up while I was like, I'm going to barf. So it was it was a lot. I was a good friend. He owes me like at least one. No, I want to ride to the airport for that. Holy shit. I'm calling it that in. You are? I'm going to call That's in. That's so mean. Yeah. A ride you to LAX? Believe, you don't believe in uh, rides to LAX? I don't believe ever. No. Never, <laughs> ever. Not even for, like, a dying family member. <laughs> like, Okay, will you do a pickup <laughs> with somebody? Like, okay. No. Zach, <laughs> your beautiful no. lover slash husband, um, he's been out of town for weeks. No. He's so excited to see you. I'll see you at home. I no. Like, you don't, you would never pick him up. I with the dog. You'd have the dog there, and you're like, hi. No. Do you know how far away the airport is? I know. And LAX 
is like another country. There is no order to the system. Well, they've changed it. Yeah, it keeps changing, but they haven't nailed it. Haven't it's like my it. hair for the past 10 years. I keep changing it. Haven't <laughs> nailed it. Maybe one day we'll find it. Wait, I noticed, okay, your Instagram, you tweeted something. And On then Instagram, I you can't tweet, Tom. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you hashtagged something, mm. and I had to click on the hashtag to see Theranos? what you were. Yeah, and I was like, is that is that from the Avengers movie? No. That's Thanos. Mm -hmm. uh, but then is it that lady that was selling blood <laughs> yes. capsules or whatever in uh, up in yes. Silicon Valley? Yes. And what were you referencing that you were dressed like her, or you? So she would she wear have her haircut right she now. She would wear. What's no, happening? Did she you just cut your hair. I mean, I cut it. It's. It, I go back and forth from it being like short to like borderline short. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I'm very short, but no. The thing is, because she wore a black turtleneck all the time. Her oh. name was Elizabeth Holmes. Okay. And she basically was like a con artist. And started this company, and everyone thought she was a genius. Okay. See her black turtleneck? I wonder oh. if it – and I think it has something to do with, like, you know Bill Gates always wore the black turtleneck? Yeah, like if you have a uh, – people Wait, take you seriously when you have no, a Steve uniform. Steve Jobs. Yes, Steve Jobs, because he's like, I don't want to waste my time picking out my outfit every day. So, yeah. you know, whatever. One less decision. One less decision. So I think she took that from him, from mm -hmm. Steve Jobs. Mm -hmm. And she was – everyone thought she was like a – genius and so she started this company and then they slowly debunked her whole situation but i was wearing a black turtleneck and i always feel like elizabeth holmes when i wear a black turtleneck got it okay that is was, she in jail now i'm not sure where she is or did she run away i'm trying i'm now i'm looking in your closet to see if you do in fact have a sort of uniform but you don't no. you have a variety a varietal of i have a lot of jumpsuits um, These are the jumpsuits right here in front of you. Your twelve o'clock, if you will. <laughs> these are all. Well, from this. These are all onesies. Uh, for the most part, yeah. <clears throat> I like a good jumpsuit because, again, just one less decision. Yeah. It's one piece. And now I want to. Now I want to spy on your husband. Zach has a very um, basic. He's good with basics. He likes a light, colored dress shirt. Yes, he does, and. He doesn't really, yeah, he's not that adventurous. But, like, I think it's weird when a straight dude is adventurous with his clothes. They just can't pull it off the same way. Yeah, I feel like. It's weird. When they're that invested in fashion, it's, it's, it's I, I'm suspicious of it. Ditto. 2020, look at us, we're so woke. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch that John uh, John Mulaney kids bunch what is it sack sack lunch bunch no speaking of being suspicious of straight men i just got mad i'm happy because like i have my friend aaron quills on oh it's a special she's in it but uh i got mad because the post one of the posters for it is in the style of the chorus line poster okay and i was like no Straight men, you can't have chorus no, line. You can't have you that. You can't have that. No. You don't even John Mulaney doesn't even know what he they're probably, referencing. You're right. He probably doesn't even know. That they that's rude. And like, ooh, everyone's excited because uh what's his name? J Jake Gyllenhaal plays like a wacky character with a mustache named Mr. Music. And I'm like, you're you're just playing every part I've auditioned for on a Nickelodeon show. Ever. Uh, ever. So is it like, um, what's his name, the Australian guy that does Mr. Jamay or whatever? Yeah. No, I don't know. It's like, it's kind of like, I watch a little bit of it. It just kind of seems like an adult Sesame Street or uh, Electric Company type oh, thing. Barf. I dated a guy who was on the Electric Company like many years ago in New York City, and he would get stopped all the time by children. Oh. And it was really interesting. I've never been with like a... Um, a celebrity amongst children and it was it was weird wait this reminds me i feel like i looked at a picture of someone doing an interview they're on a show right now and i was like i think that's becca's ex from new york i wonder if that we thought was same. gay hmm 
He was in that. that He's on a show, yes, right? That's who you're thinking of. Okay. But did you? You obviously thought he was gay, and you never no, told me. No, no, I thought we. <laughs> I thought we joked about him sort of being. Maybe. I mean, I wouldn't put it past me. He's married though, and has like two kids or something. Oh, okay. So he just has gay vibes. I mean, he could still be gay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this did not go where I thought it was. He's gay vibes. Go. Gay vibes. Uh, Okay, so we'll not. Um, we're not gonna name him because we don't. You know, we don't want to. I mean, he's not like famous. No one's gonna know who he is if I say his name. But like, I also just don't need to like be putting any energy into that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did you ever <laughs> talk to him again after that breakup? No. Weirdly, we still share a friend in common, and so I occasionally have to like see him at like oh. life events for that friend. Yeah. Okay. And um, it's just like awkward because it was a lifetime. It, you know, when you date someone so long ago that you don't even. Like, I don't even remember any part of our relationship or being with him at all. I mean, and we fornicated. What? Why do we only remember the, like, the last part of it that was bad? Yeah, I do kind of remember the last part that was bad with him. That's all I remember about old relationships, which is, is, is sad because but I, we should just be able to be like, well, that was an experience and it taught me things. Do you think it's because of the type of people that we are? Do you think <laughs> other people, cynics and what type? What would you? La- what type of people? What do you, when you say that? What do you mean by that? What type of people are we? Because I I can't we're, put it into words. I mean, we're uh, not, uh, cynical. No. No, I mean we're. Re- like, I feel like we just see too many details. If that makes any sense. We can't. We're very aware of yeah. our surroundings mm-hmm. and ourselves. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'm not aware of myself at all, but for the most part, we're hyper aware. So it gets it it gets in our in the way of our ability to be optimistic or like anything other than just practical and kind of cynical but we also focus on the bad stuff but is that because there's mostly bad stuff and all these people out there saying that everything's good they're just they don't they're not aware aware enough to know or like they're fooling themselves a little bit's denial Right. Yeah. Well, also, like it, living in the what's happening right now with Australia being on fire and mm-hmm. all this bad stuff happening, are we all in denial? Like, part of me is like, are we supposed to just quit everything, or is this like no? no it's like that could... whole thing. Like the world keeps turning. Like wherever you go, there you are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? choice do we have the world keeps going round isn't this a song and the hu- yes hairspray and a happy you can't stop the ocean and the ocean and the meow oh speaking of i spent uh i spent a day with marissa winoker from hairspray i love her i love her uh in london so my trip was so weird like I just wanted to come home halfway through, but then I'm like, I'm going to stick it out. And then it got good. And she was like, I'm we're in London. Come hang out with us. And so my last night there, we went and saw a musical called everybody's talking about Jamie and Bianca Del Rio, Mm. who's a drag queen was in it. And she's um, friends with Bianca. And I know Bianca a little bit and it was great. And just like everyone, the guy who plays the lead it's all about this teenage boy who wants to be a drag queen, and his yeah. voice was amazing, and Bianca was hilarious. Oh, someone else posted about this. It was so fun. Uh, but it was mo- the most fun part was going to see a show with someone that you perf- like that I performed with. Me and Marissa have done shows. And just, like, appreciating all – speaking of, like, yeah, cynical and seeing the de- – just yeah. appreciating the details of what's happening mm-hmm. – on stage and like what they're really dealing with it was just it was such a fun night yeah if you're a flight attendant and you're off duty but you're still on an airplane you don't experience the flight the same way that everyone else does yeah yeah it's like you know the ins and outs and the like like i can see when people are ensemble (laughs) members are like like communicating on stage while they're dancing and singing and like yeah. doing things with their face, like oh they're talking to each like other. Like they're fucking around. Yeah. Yeah. Are you gonna trash it or stash it?
absolutely nothing. You just went for fun? No, well, just for a midlife crisis, kind of. That's great. Uh, but I well, I went partially because my friend who I've been writing my new show with, mm-hmm. it's a one-man parody of Cats called Cat. And <laughs> I know that sounds you. like a joke, but we finished writing most of the music while I was there. Is this for you, the one-man show for you? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So I'm going to be playing Excuse a character me? who's having to do a one-man production of a Cats-like production. Production. And basically, basically, and I haven't seen the movie. Do you see the movie I yet? I have not seen the movie. Well, we, I. You have to watch it for your job. I might wrangle you into seeing I'll that. watch it. Uh, but anyway, so you I got went. that done while we were there. Good. Also, if you run a theater and you or a space and you want me to come do cat, it's ready for you in like a few weeks. Can I please come to a workshop of it? Y- yes. Can it be here in my closet? Oh my god! Uh, well, actually, <laughs> can I do a sing through of it in your living room and invite people over? Oh my god, I'd love that for real. Like any excuse, yes, please. Oh, also, by the way, when Jenna was on the podcast, we uh, decided we were doing a for funsies. Just read through of Into the Woods here at your house. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. Only if I can pick my role. Okay, well, we've already picked ours. So oh, okay. I'm playing the – I think she wants to play the baker's wife, and I said I want to play the, she does. the baker. What did you want to play? The baker's wife. It's fine. Okay, I'll find another witch, role. Little Red. I'll, I'll figure it out. Cinderella. I'll figure it out. I'll find my way to shine. Would you have a favorite musical? Um, For the longest time. Thoroughly Modern Millie oh. was my jizzity jam. Oh. Jam. Um, but I, that was also because I was very nostalgic. I saw it when I was like, I don't know, 14 or something. And I was really immersed in that musical theater world. And we went to see it when I was in New York. And I saw it the night before the Tonys when Sutton Foster won oh. the Tony for the show. And I just remember, like, watching her. I just love her. She was on the Lady Gang podcast, like, a year ago, and I could barely speak. I saw it in San Diego before it went to Broadway. Ooh, with she, the other girl. No, she had, had already taken over. She'd already taken over. I, so apparently she was the understudy. Yes. Went on, took over. Well, that is my worst nightmare. Never if let your understudy go on. Because you have to be more talented to be the understudy. That's the problem, is, like, you can never – ever let your understudy go on because they are usually better yeah and then if the producers see the understudy they replace you and they're probably they're usually younger so <laughs> <laughs> well I, I forget what else i was just gonna ask you about but that was your favorite show i it's interesting because when i was 14 we i was watching my mormon friend introduced me to thoroughly modern millie mm-hmm. the vhs cassette yeah with julie andrews julie andrews uh and we were and her mom had done it illegally as a stage musical in Hawaii, like in <laughs> the 70s. Uh, Without obtaining the rights. Yeah. So we were like, this would be an amazing Broadway musical. So I'm glad we had the idea first. Uh, but I do love that show. It's so Raspberries. Good. It's so good. Oh, do it again. <laughs> I may say, oh, 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 but do it again. Baby, that's me. Wow. That's Carol Channing from... Wow. That was impressive. Oh, Millie, I didn't know I would marry a multi-millionaire. How did you memorize I don't these? know why I know that so well. That's so weird. You're so weird. Uh, but So that was your favorite <laughs> musical. Why did I ask you that? Oh, because I asked Jenna what her favorite musical was. What was hers? Into the Woods, and I said that's my favorite you know, one. I'm um, telling you... A uh, living room series here. We could do a living room series here, but like we would need a piano and someone to play it. I've How got gonna... a baby grand piano. Do you want it? Because it's at my ex's house because I don't have room for it at my house. Well, yeah, if we can bring it here and start doing shows. Sure. For real? How do we get you can, it? I'll just. I, I'll you just, own it? I own it. I have a baby grand piano because I had a really big apartment a long time ago. And now, Wait, yeah, let's get that. It's shiny, uh, like a it's like a black oh baby gosh. grand piano. I'll take it. For I'll borrow it until you have your big house. Just take it, keep it. I'm uh, not gonna keep it. Yeah, I'll just talk I'll, about. 
I'll just pay to move it, and we'll do a reading here. You don't have to pay to move it. I'll pay to move it because it's coming to my house, and I'm probably going to make myself learn how to play the piano again. Yeah, you should. I know. Can we talk about how depressing, since this is a real downer episode. <laughs> I um, love that you've just decided. Yeah, I've decided. Okay. Can we just We're talk both laying down about now. how, this is like your therapy session. Yeah. Isn't it depressing? Can you hear me okay? I can hear you because I have the headphones in, but I are mean, you, can you hear me okay? Yeah, you're talking okay. like a normal human. All right. <laughs> I'm really upset that I couldn't be the type of person who teaches myself to play an instrument or learns a new language <laughs> or even a no, new skill. But you know how hard that is? I don't care. There's people everywhere doing it. How no, am I you literally you literally need a teacher. No. All those people out there that are like, I just sort of taught myself on YouTube. Like why can't I be that person? I think because you're you, not, you don't have like a type A personality. I think I those know, are like really boring, controlling people. <laughs> <laughs> I want one. Well, here's the thing. I can only learn things if I have like have someone to like. Force you to? Force me. So like I took bass guitar lessons and I had a teacher come over for several months. And But did you practice in between your lessons? I did a little bit. You did? Yeah. And so now you can play the bass guitar? A little bit. Do you think that this year? No, I hate resolutions. I hate this. I yeah, hate no, everything. It's not real. Don't it's do not a resolution. Real, but I just. But you could teach yourself. You know what? I guess I kind of. I stopped taking piano lessons, but continued to teach myself when I was in high school. You have to pass a certain threshold. Like I got there in high school where, with like my lessons where I could have stopped the lessons and then taught myself more because I knew enough to like continue on. Yeah. But like who, who in high school wants to be playing the piano. I wanted to get fingered. <laughs> I wanted to be in jean shorts, running through the neighborhood, drinking Smirnoff ice, and getting fingered. I didn't want to learn a skill like the piano, and I'm so mad. That. So that was your passion in high school. You wanted to get fingered, and all I wanted to do was start i just wanted to be playing jesus and jesus christ superstar <laughs> because i was so sexually frustrated i couldn't even acknowledge my own homosexual feelings <laughs> and also like i i do i don't i getting fingered or fingering <laughs> isn't a passion of mine so it's not still <laughs> but i my love interests have I changed love that, that, that was the go-to in high school it's like yeah i mean why I was that it was because it like I can do that, and it won't create a baby. I mean, well, yeah, I waited to have sex until I was, I think I was a senior in high school. Um, I don't know why, Did but like. Did you want to give blow? I mean, I know how you feel already about blowjobs. I've never been an enthusiast for, <laughs> so the, for the job of blow. <laughs> well, actually, that's not true. For, for a blow, I have been an enthusiast, but not the job blow. Um, <laughs> in high school, I didn't even really enjoy it. I don't, you know what it is? I only like doing things I'm very confident doing. And no one sits you're you down. Good at. Yeah, that you're already Same. good at. No yeah. one sits you down and they're like, hey, here's how you give the best, most perfect blowjob. And you can perfect it. Like, yeah, maybe if that was an early educational moment for me, I would be like walking in gangbusters in every sexual encounter being like, you want a blowjob? I'm amazing at them. However... I'm pretty glad I didn't get good at them because you're not supposed to get good at shitty jobs. So I'm a terrible blowjobber and I'm terrible at cooking because you know what? I don't want to cook dinner every night. So I'm going to suck at it when you ask me so that you don't ask me again. Same with the blowjob. Oh, okay. <clears throat> don't get good at the shitty jobs, guys. Let me tell all the ladies out there. The smartest thing I could have ever done was never learn to cook for my husband and never perfected the blowjob. Okay. He asks for neither. <laughs> so did you like? Did you give him like one toothy blowjob, and he's like, "Ooh, okay, I'm not gonna ask for that again." Not toothy, but just like lackluster. Okay. And so he's like, "Your vagina was made to have a penis inside of it. Like, it doesn't have to think. There's no technique involved. Let me just fling it in there for a minute. You know, it'll get the job done." <laughs> okay, I did. I did read an article or a series of tweets. I can't remember. About a series of tweets on Instagram. Yep. 
Yep. <laughs> about cooking, and people were saying, uh, privileged white women saying that, like, they never. Oh, because she said, someone tweeted, like, I had to teach my 30 year old roommate how to crack an egg and scramble. And it's like, yeah. people need to teach people how to cook, but because privileged uh white women saw like learning to cook as like something that demeaning. was demeaning and that was like anti-feminist mm -hmm. uh that they didn't want to do it but turns out it is very feminist to want to cook and nourish and yeah feed your family etc but yeah. i'm also a terrible cook and i my i guess my mom sort of taught me how to a little bit i just don't enjoy doing it. i don't like cleaning up the mess is my thing oh i don't mind cleaning up the mess that's what's i like if someone would come and cook me dinner every night and leave a mess that would be fine i could do that i just don't like cooking i just like how does christy <clears throat> tegan do it is it because someone's cleaning up for her i'm sure someone's helping her does she someone's... like no, I mean, there are people who genuinely enjoy, like, I I don't like measuring things. I don't either. I don't, I feel too scattered. I'm, I'm like, I just, and then if I, I mess up, I will mess up making something every single time, every single time. And then I'm like, mother this Whole Foods trip that was $200 yeah. is now out the window because I forgot to read this one little part in how to make something. And I have no instincts when it comes to what's right and wrong for cooking. Like, I, I don't have, like, that, like, weird, you know, oh, if you, like, just add a little bit of this and it fixes that thing. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not a chemist. I don't know how to improvise in the <laughs> kitchen. I'm no. Not a... Also, cooking for one, what's the point? What's the point? Because, like, why plate it and make it look nice? That's my other thing. I'm so... That's depressing. It's just gonna to me. go in. Even to for me and Zach, I'm like, ugh, who cares? Do you even deserve this? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I have trouble spending time on things that aren't gonna make me money. Well, I I, I hear you. Yeah, <laughs> I I have a problem spending time on things I'm not immediately good at, which is Same. why I never learned how to play video games because I I just was like I'm terrible at Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Why would I investigate this any further? But isn't it weird that we went into jobs where like we had to work so hard to really like sculpt and craft art? Like what? Maybe we're just burnt out. Maybe but that's is what it, it is. But we were good at it immediately. So is that why we kept doing it? Or it was fun, the practice parting, part of it was I guess it was, was enjoyable. Fun. Yeah, it, the practicing of it was enjoyable. And there was probably like a little bit of um, it came easier to us than others. But like, yeah, I guess that's what it is. Is like if I don't have passion, I can't do it. <laughs> Talk about a privileged white woman. If I don't feel the passion, I'm just not doing it. As we sit in your walk-in closet. I hate myself. Believe me, I no one hates me more than I hate myself. So well, good, you know, good to know. Wherever you go, there, there you, you are. are. Wow, did we just bring it full circle at the I've like? I've been trying this at the, whole time. The perfect marker for where the episode should end. Maybe I just don't want this episode to end ever. We well, don't have to. Are you watching any shows right now? I, need I to... watch a lot of shows. Did you watch The Witcher? No, I saw you posting so much about it. I cannot. I cannot do fantasy. fantasy. I can't either, Ugh. but I watched it. You liked it? No, but okay. I watched the whole well, thing. Stop pushing it on me then. No, I watched the morning show, which I think is so good. But also so insane. In what way? Like the story gets crazy or like are imitating like life? The, the the best parts of that show are the two of them fighting, and then everything else is so. No, I don't want to say. I don't want to trash it. I think I feel like I talked about it before in another episode, and then I cut it out because I was like, I don't want to badmouth. I it. think what I liked about it is like, it felt fresh, like it felt like a little. I'm gonna say something very controversial right now. Okay. I hated, hated Fleabag. Wow. Yep. Wow. Did you watch it from season one? Mm-hmm. I, I stopped. 
I got through almost all of season one. Wow. Wow. I loved that show. But also, were you watching it after all the hype? Yeah. Okay, that's the problem. That's why. Yeah. I tend to not like something once it's been hyped. Right. But, but I saw Fleabag other... before anyone was talking, before season two came out, people, before people were talking about it. In America, that is. Yeah. I'm just not into it. Sorry. Okay. I res- I can respect that. You know what I need in my TV? Let me tell you what I need. I need aspirational TV. I need to want to be there. And I did not oh, okay. want to be because where it's she like, was. It's dark British humor. That's, I mean, all I, yeah. all I watch right now is British television and mostly crime shows. Okay. I like crime shows because it's real. That's it. I don't know. No, I, just, not, I don't like real true crime. Oh, so like NCIS LA? <laughs> no, I like British detective. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Crime shows. Okay. Well, sorry, Phoebe. I think that maybe. <laughs> On the morning show, <laughs> I still have a few episodes left, but what? I think that maybe Billy Crudup. Don't is, say it. He's either, Don't say it. He's either amazing or he's terrible. That's and my I favorite can't type of performance. tell the difference. I don't know what. I think he's amazing. I think he's. No, a- I don't know because all he does is smile the whole time and talks. He talks with an American accent as if he's British doing an American an American accent. No, I feel like I'm buying his every word. But Do I just not like him because his character is disgusting? But his character gets better. How far are you in this shit? <sighs> You're not far enough along. Just after the fires episode? No, he's so much better at that point. Anyways. I think he's great and those are my favorite performances where you're not sure if they're terrible or amazing. <laughs> Okay, okay. Like, I felt like that about so many. Can we talk about Reese's wigs? Oh, bad. I just said this the other day to a girlfriend, and she's like, she was in a wig? I go, come on! Her hairline was, like, three inches lower than her natural. Well, the real issue was that they're like, hey, we're giving you, we're going to give your, you, like, like a haircut for the, sh- for the show, right? Right. So then they changed wigs. It went from side part to, to the center part. part. And but there was no back. no volume. And she had a line that said, oh, yeah, my network hair. Couldn't stand it. Yeah. But then it remained. But also, the network hair was, like, two inches shorter. Yep. And then she goes back to, to the long... other wig. And it's longer in the same episode. No, not okay. Not okay hair and makeup team. Not okay. What happened? I think they must have had a fiasco with that shorter wig. And they're like, go back to the other wig. It's it was so weird, and her hairline kept changing, like where it was on her forehead, because she has like a high forehead. I like, I I have a very large, prominent forehead, so I always notice other people. Yeah. And I was watching Same. her with that center wig, and I was like, God, why does she look so good? And I go, Oh, well, first of all, she definitely paid some visits to some doctors before this was shot. What? No. Reese has never had the face that's like Botoxed. Like she's always had like a lot of wrinkles on her forehead. I feel like she had no. Oh, you need to look back. Because... Well, Jennifer Aniston's the thing that's amusing to me is like Jennifer and Reese are like lit with <gasps> within an inch, inch of, of their lives, just beautiful. And then like <laughs> everyone else, was everyone else garbage. is like that. Was like me on Glee. Every single. Like the gonna... person that had been there longer looked incredible, and then they'd turn the camera around, and I would be sleep. Someone would have like ogre, a ogre in the corner. <laughs> it would like be a flashlight lighting me, and it's like mm, that's weird. Leah's like stunningly and glowing, and Jane is glowing and beautiful, and then they turn around to the troll that lives under the bridge <laughs> that is me. <laughs> they do that shit, and it makes me so mad. It's not the actor's fault. It's like. The DP takes all the time lighting the stars and then leaves no time for... Well, because the stars know if a lot of time isn't being spent... Then it's not going to look good. Then they know that there's... They're, yeah. Okay, well, um, I should wrap it up. Wrap it up. Um, well, that's 2020 off to a bang. Biggity bang. Or, not really a bang. Or, 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 a finger. Or a finger. <laughs> Remember... Wherever you go, there you are. Never forget. 
never, never forget it. All right, thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to Tommy Lank's Trashcast. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Will Sterling, Steve Delamater, Kirsten Woodward, and Elizabeth Baquet. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every single week.